0: It's not too late to salvage this day. It's not too late. You can do this. I know you can. So Valentine's Day, it's a uh, wonderful, wonderful time. I, uh, uh, but this year, can, can, I, can I say something this year? And I probably like, this is, I actually got flowers for my wife for like the first time in years, okay? That's, yeah, uh, Costco, $14.99. It was a good deal, so I had to get it. All right. All uh, right. We do certainly make it difficult on guys on Valentine's Day. For some reason, it seems like all the pressure is on the guys, right? It just, it really feels that way and that's okay. Um, and it can be difficult, right? We need all the help we can get to being able to, uh, to express love, to describe love and in order to embrace love, right? This is something that we struggle to do. There's no manual for it. Uh, Classes don't suffice. If you look up uh, love on YouTube, you get all sorts of really, really bad advice, so don't do that. And there's so much more in our world that misidentifies and devalues love. It can be overwhelming and seemingly impossible. Uh, for us to navigate this world and figure out what love actually is. And so uh, when love comes to life, what does this look like for us? And as you can already see, we're kind of off of our Mark series. and We'll be back to that next week uh, when, we, uh, when we pick that up in Mark chapter 7. But to find love is a great thing, and it can seem mysterious. And I remember uh, growing up in high school, uh, the, the, the place you would turn to in order to f- figure out what love is, is you would turn to the radio and you would learn incredibly valuable lessons about what love is supposed to be right and you would you would turn on the radio and you would hear uh, a song maybe like this more oh more than a feeling oh yes right So, so, this, so that one right there, right, it's until Marianne walks away. That, this whole idea is somebody leaving, right, and you're like, wait a minute, it's more than a feeling, right, this love that I have for this girl that's walking away from me uh, right now, and that happened way too often. By the way, Valentine's Day for me uh, would have been 1987, if I remember correctly, 1987 Valentine's Day, uh, special memory for me. That was the day I broke up with my girlfriend on Valentine's Day over the phone, so that's a fantastic memory uh, that I have, so that's great. Woo-hoo. All right, okay. Maybe you get uh, your ideas from a song like this one. I wanna know what love right? Pull out your phone here really quickly. you to show me. Yes. I wanna feel oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. We've got one other person done. That's great. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> right? So we have these things that are telling us about what love is supposed to be, right? Now that's the 80s. Bring it up a little bit closer to where we are now and uh, in one here, and there's a focus on this that I think we'll pick up uh, right away, but let's, let's hear this a little, more, a little more current, not quite so current, but here we go. so funny. I'll be like, ah, yes, right. There's that song, right? Now, what does that song focus on? What do a lot of the song, that song focuses everything on the external. Others talk about love being a feeling. Uh, you know, it's, it's all of these things. And so if we go there to figure out what love is, we're, all gonna, we're always going to come up short, always, no matter what. There is no song out there, certainly in the what we call the secular world, right, that's going to give a proper representation of what love truly is because love is more than a feeling. Love, is it something that's learned? Sure, but it's so much more than that. Is love based on books? Love can be confusing. So where do we look? There's some simple answers to this that are vital to us as we endeavor to understand what love is. And I think obviously Valentine's Day brings this up, uh, up a notch when it comes to uh, the culture around us and what people are saying and, and all this. Like I, I wanted to go get some chocolates for my wife. Went by C's Candies yesterday. The line was ginormous. It was huge and I'm like, oh, fail, <laughs> right? Because love equals chocolate right? I mean, you know, we start to get these weird sort of things. So uh, turn your attention to the screen one more time, and let's find out what love is when love comes to life. just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 9 says this, Dear friends, let let us love one another because love is from God. And everyone who loves has been fathered by God and knows God. Then he goes on a little bit later and says, By this, the love of God is revealed in us couple things very simple here and uh, before I get to a, a moment to interview a couple. Uh, a couple of things here. Number one, love is from God. This is the foundation of love. Uh, anytime we see love properly expressed, God is there. Every t- time we see love, uh, love given and sacrificial, uh, uh, sacrificial giving, um, we see God in action. Everywhere there is proper love, God is there. And in fact, John continues a little bit later, in First John chapter four, verse 16, just a couple of verses later. It says this, in no uncertain terms, "God is love." So if you're to describe who God is, that's where you start. God is love." It says, "And the one who resides in love resides in God, and God resides in him." So God is love. Where we experience love, we experience God. And then the second part of this is that love is somehow revealed. Love is somehow revealed. If you remember back just a second ago, it says, By this the love of God is revealed in us. And this is what he goes on to say By this the love of God is revealed in in us. That God sent his one and only Son into the world so that we may live through him. And this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us. And sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. We've already celebrated communion today, which is that expression of love, right? It's that, that visible, uh, in our case right today, that physical, uh, this idea of God's love with us through what Jesus did. And so love is ultimately revealed in Jesus, in his actions, his life, his sacrifice for others, for the purpose of restoring, of redeeming and revealing. So do we have a picture of this kind of love around us on an ongoing basis. And I would say that we absolutely do. And that picture uh, can be found in something that we just celebrated a little while ago in here. And this is uh, this powerful expression of marriage. It says in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 31, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh verse 32 this mystery is profound and i'm saying that it refers to christ and the church there's something about marriage that is more than just an institutional awareness it's more than just a good idea for a culture or a society there is something fundamental and foundational to marriage that reveals jesus when we get marriage right god is honored and his plan is expanded. Right? When, when, when we get marriage right, and God is right there in the middle of this, uh, beautiful things can happen. So what does marriage look like? Is it easy? Is it uncomplicated? Uh, for those who have been married any longer than about 24 hours... Marriage has difficulties. In fact, Paul at one point warned us and said, in marriage, you're going to have trouble, (laughs) which is very, very true. But is it worth it? Is it worth it? I'm going to invite uh, Rich and Josie to begin to make their way up here really quickly. Uh, if you remember, uh, they were standing for quite a long time on, uh, in, in this uh, a little bit earlier, and I've invited them to come up, and we're going to talk a little bit about marriage. Can you please welcome Rich and Josie Walters? Hey, guys. All right, I'm going to have them sit down. You've each got a microphone there. All right. <laughs>
1: Hey, this Isn't nice not take- have to wear a mask. No, you don't
0: have to wear a mask right now. That is, uh, that is for sure. Um, but please at home, I hope you're wearing masks. And we have two different microphones to keep them safe. Yes. <laughs> not on? really, it's not, not really. <laughs> All right. So real quick, and we've got just a few minutes here. Um, the short version of how you guys met. Okay.
1: That's you.
2: <laughs>
0: we're,
1: we're tag teaming, so.
2: <laughs> Actually, um, in the spring of 1971... Um, I was working in a hospital and his grandmother came into the hospital in a diabetic coma. So I was taking care of her as well as another patient and he came in, he'd been out of the army maybe not quite a year, came in to visit his grandmother and um, I just saw the love and expression of love that he had for her and yeah. uh, being in a coma, being unconscious. And I thought, how genuine, what what a loving man. And little did I know that when Grandma came out of her coma, she was going to play Cupid with myself and her grandson. And so in the spring of 1971, 50 years ago, we started dating, and then October of Oh, that's his question. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't tell him anything. And so anyway, we continued our relationship from the spring of 1971
0: till we got married. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So 1971, mm-hmm. uh, you said October of 71? No,
2: spring no. of 1971. Spring of
0: 1971. And, and so and a, I was less than a year then. old when you guys met. I just want you to know that. So. Uh... Well, we thought All right. So <laughs> how long have you now been married? Because you got married then the following year. Right?
1: So we've been married no, no. 46 years. Several yeah, for years. A okay. few years after. That. A few years We've been after married that. 46 years, and most most of our married life has been here in Utah.
0: Okay, 40. 46,
1: 46 years. years. We're equal to Randy down there.
0: Yeah, 46 years, right? I mean, that is. Uh, <clears throat> I, I look at that, and that is something to be celebrated, right? 46 years. Okay. Now, has your love for each other been the same through all 46 of those years? How has your love changed for one another?
2: Well, we've, you mature, you grow. Um, Christ came into our lives prior, just prior to us getting married. And um, when the Lord is in your marriage, um, we depend on him Um, Everything was said (laughs) this morning about a marriage and love, but you mature, you grow, um, and I'm sure you experience this even in early marriages, but when we pray about a circumstance or a difficulty, God will give me an answer that I want to share with Rich, and then he'll come in and go, God spoke to me about this and this is what I should think and it's what God revealed to me. So that how, that's how the Lord works in a marriage. We mm-hmm. become one mm-hmm. and He speaks to us in oneness about a situation. So I, love it. I encourage you, those that are, have not been married or are considering marriage, um, to keep God in your lo- in your marriage, yeah. that you become one. And he speaks to you both and gets you through the difficult times.
0: Absolutely. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, one of the things I found out with, uh, with my wife and I, with our kids, is uh, the consistency, right? That, that you can't go to dad <laughs> and get one answer and go to mom and get another. How many of you uh, teenagers have tried that before? Right? Yeah, good. Honest. Okay, good. How many of you uh, adults have tried that with your now grown parents? <laughs> Right. Still, it never, it never goes away, but that consistency, right. You both have, you know, heard from the Lord and there's a sense of becoming one. And that even is in raising kids and how you uh, deal with the situations in uh, the world around you guys. And so I could think a big question um, about this and then dealing with the fact that God reveals his love through us and then especially through marriage. So how has God revealed himself through your marriage?
1: Well, hopefully, uh, Our walk in Christ would be encouraging to, you know, our example Mm -hmm. and serving others. uh, That's basically. Okay, so serving others. Serving others.
2: Since we were saved, since we've gotten married, we've been in multiple ministries. Uh, We've been serving here at Life Church for, well, this month, 42 years. And then been in multiple different ministries. That God's used us in together. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And how has that affected maybe your family around you and and neighbors and things like that? Your marriage and this uh, serving in the heart that you have for God. How has that shown? It's not not a question that's on yeah. the on the thing, but <laughs> but
1: but certainly uh, you know kind of uh, analogy of like a canary in a bird cage. Okay. Um, once people know that you're a believer, they kind of watch you, and okay. I, I believe your example is. I mean, we're not perfect. Let's get yeah. real. We're all going to have situations sure. where, you know, we're going to let people down. But um, that's basically okay. it. You know, be a good example. Awesome. Follow Christ.
2: Amen. Um, I was just thinking, recently we had um, some friends, neighbors over for dinner. And we've been to their home for dinner. And they've come to our home several times. And, of course, we pray and we thank God for our neighbors and friends. And now, when we go to their home for dinner, they ask us to bless the food as well. And so I'm thinking, thank you, Lord, um, for allowing us to be an example and for them.
0: Absolutely. It's all those little things of long-term relationship. You can't, uh, that there are certain blessings and benefits uh, of long-term relationship that obviously show up in marriage, but it also shows up in our outside relationships where God reveals his love through us over the long term. And I, and I love that picture of what you guys have experienced even with your friends and families like that. Um, so big question, is it worth the sacrifice yes. of being married for 46 years? And when I say sacrifice, Oh, it's so rough. It's horrible that I'm going to stay married. That's not, that's not the, uh, that's not the point of, of that. Right. But is it worth the sacrifice of that, that identity with one another, that identity with Christ? Is it worth it? And then can maybe how and why is that shown up in your life? well it, yes. Sure the microphone <laughs>
1: yes, for certain um basically with with the family um we need to be a good example for our children as yeah. they grow up a role model and um, <clears throat> that's that's where that's at as okay. far as uh raising your kids, mm-hmm. and yeah it's been worth it. Amen. there's been tough times, you yeah. know, but the kids see that, and they go, you know, we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. Yeah. Keep going, Mom and Dad. It's it's working. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Keep at it. Would you add anything to that?
2: Well, I just think, you know, having God's presence um, and the Holy Spirit that gives you guidance. Um, and we pray and we know that we're sending an example as yeah. um, Rich has been able to baptize some of our grandchildren. Yeah. Uh, last week, we did a uh, baby dedication for our great little granddaughter, yep. and we want to continue to serve God and set that example, and bring <clears throat> salvation to our families. Absolutely, amen.
1: And I was going to say, you know, it's not always the big things in life in your marriage that are going to mean the most. I kind of a good analogy that I heard years ago is and it's true, that to keep a fire going, you need to keep to ki- keep kindling. Keep adding the kindling, keep that fire going. Absolutely. So, you
0: know, it's, it's not always a big thing, it's the little things, too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that for those who have been married for any length of time, it really is those little things, it's not the big moments. And uh, if, if you're relying on the big moment of Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's not kindling. That's like throwing a log on a, yeah, on a smoldering fire. <laughs> fire. It's not going to work. So you need to kind of prepare. And so maybe you need to tell your, tell your spouse, say, hey, can we postpone Valentine's Day for like a month? Let me throw some kindling on this thing and they get that fire burning hot. So, yeah. uh, um, and then what would you say to those maybe who are starting out in marriage? Like what, any, any kind of words of wisdom or uh, things that you would like to say to somebody? Or, and I know you've already mentioned those who are not married yet, but just kind of in those early stages, anything you'd like to share with them?
1: So, it would be um, recognizing God as first place in your life. Okay. um, And have fun. Have fun. You know, just kind of, years ago, uh, the board members got talked to about a pastor in the valley here, and he made a a comment that kind of, it sounds kind of weird, but it, it makes a lot of sense, where he said, don't be captive to the church. Okay. You know, enjoy life do your ministry yeah. in church yeah. but don't be captive to it where you feel like you can't uh, take your spouse out yeah. and go have fun Absolutely. You know, not to be real worldly but yeah. just go have absolutely. fun
2: take a hike, camping, yeah. walks enjoy one another and yeah. tell, tell each other that you appreciate them yeah absolutely because he does that
0: often oh good, see that right there guys take note of that right there he does this often. He appreciates her and, and gives that verbal assent and verbal love yeah. uh, to his wife. That's, uh, that's fantastic. And can, I, I want to piggyback really quick. You're not going to hear very many pastors, I don't think, say this uh, from the pulpit. But if you, uh, if you need a break on a weekend from attending church and you're like, boy, my spouse and I just need to get away, my, whatever, please get away. Get healthy. <laughs> Be in a position where coming to church is a joy and giving life to you and to others, right? So if you need a break, and but don't tell anybody I said that. <laughs> <laughs> right? But seriously, you know, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like what you said, um, sometimes there's a guilt complex when it comes to Christians, yeah. and uh, you're like, I could never get away if I miss a Sunday. God doesn't love me. That is not the case at all. And if you need to be gone on a weekend and get away in camp, that's fantastic. Now, don't do that 52 yeah. weeks a year. There might be a problem. Okay, might reveal something else. But, uh, but really, seriously, make sure that your marriage is healthy. Make sure that your relationship with your spouse is in a position of uh, of giving life to one another. Uh, because I really believe God wants to uh, show love through us, and at times that's through our marriages, revealing God's love. So, guys, thank you. you. Can give a hand uh, to uh, to Rich and Josie? Thank you guys uh, so much. And I'm going to invite everybody to stand to our feet here as we uh, close out this morning. And you guys can go ahead and be seated. Thank you. Um, so, is, uh, is love worth pursuing? Right? And this expression that we have when love comes to life, obviously there's a play on words with this, but when, when love comes to life, when it is made alive in us, what that says to me is that Jesus is made more alive in us because the Bible says God is love and so this Valentine's Day this time when we look at love perhaps a little bit differently is it uh, is it a is it a time for you to say okay God uh, how can you be more revealed in me through your son Jesus Christ, and the sacrifice that He made on the cross, we celebrated communion, we had this opportunity to hear from somebody who's been, a couple that's been married 46 years, and what it takes uh, to be married for that long, it's work, right? There's a lot to this, and yet I believe that God can be revealed through us in the love we have for one another, and obviously our love we have for Him. I'm going to invite you to bow your heads, close your eyes for just a moment. You're here this morning, and you would say, uh, uh, Maybe you are married. And in particular, I want to just talk to our married families uh, here this morning. Uh, you are married and you realize, uh, boy, your marriage is not really where it needs to be. And you would say, I need God to be uh, more in the center of my marriage right now. And you're willing to say, yeah, uh, this, is, this is where we are. And we just need some help. We need God's blessing uh, because we're facing a struggle right now. There's a difficulty. And we realize we've let our relationship with God slip. Um, a bit. If that's you and you'd be willing to just uh, kind of in this moment of uh, candor and openness and transparency, just lift your hand and say, yeah, we're not where we need to be. And uh, we really need to see God do a miracle in our marriage. Thank you. Father, I pray your blessing upon these marriages that are in this position where they just need an extra, uh, an extra blessing from you. Father, I ask in Jesus' name that you would show yourself to be faithful and that God, you would be made more real and more central to their marriages. And that God, you would allow them to be able to experience the, the grace of Christ in a new and a uh, in a fabulous way, God, as they focus upon you. So Jesus, asked that you would bless these marriages that are in this position of needing help. And God I also pray your blessing upon every marriage that's represented in life church. Those that are here this morning, those that are watching online, Lord, that you would show yourself to be powerful and great through them, Lord. Because this is a picture of Jesus Christ and the relationship he has with the church and the relationship he has with the world around us. And maybe you're here this morning and you would say, Pastor, I know uh, that, um, that I haven't had a great expression of Jesus in my life and I just need to be made right with Jesus today on Valentine's Day and say, Jesus, please be the center of my life. I wanna serve you and Lord, I wanna give you every bit of me. If that's you uh, this morning, can you just lift your hand really quickly? Thank you, thank you. A number of hands up. Amen. Father, you see every one of these hands and Lord, as we close out uh, this day, ask for your blessing. Help us, oh God, to keep you in the very center of our lives, and that, Jesus, you would be made more manifest in us uh, today than yesterday. So, God, help us to share the love of God in our lives as your love comes to life within us so that, God, we can bring the life of Jesus Christ to the world around us. Lord, we love you. We praise you. God, we give you all the glory. Make your face shine upon your people, and, Lord, bring us your peace and grace. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, have a great Valentine's Day. And uh, next week, picking up our series uh, On Your Mark uh, in the book of Mark, uh, chapter 7. So if you want to get ahead, read Mark chapter 7. If you want to find out more information about serving in our, in our children's, make your way back uh, into the lobby. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week.